Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey from living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day in search of what I'm really here to do, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Today, I want to talk to you guys about what happened with me last week and how it ultimately has um, brought me to a place of self-doubt. Um, it started off with, I um, last Monday, I went on my regular walk to the Sunset Cliffs in San Diego. And um, I usually walk about two miles and then I find the kind of the secluded area where I sit down and do a meditation and then I go back the two miles that I came. So when I got to my meditation spot, I started to sit down and um, as I was sitting down, I kind of was looking over the cliff and the water was, you know, coming in and hitting the, the cliff. and. I just got overwhelmed with this uh, intense emotion. It wasn't like sadness or happy. It was just every emotion all at once. And for me, that's how, that's one of my gifts. Like my two gifts are knowing and see and feeling, right? So when I got that feeling, I knew that there was some message for that feeling, right? So I, I, just tuned into that and was focusing on the water and the message that came through was that the water and the ocean is alive and it's not just I've always thought of the water as yes it holds life and it has fish and algae and you know bacteria it has every every kind of living organism I believe in there but not that the water itself was alive and what it was saying is that it holds its own consciousness. And that, like, in that moment, I was like, no wonder I come here every day. There, I had always heard that the water has ions that make us feel better, but I didn't know exactly that it, I mean, I didn't know that it was alive in its own right and had its own consciousness. So then I decided to ask more more questions and the question that I had was what do the waves mean what does it mean as the wave comes into the the shore and the answer that I got was that each wave that comes into the shore is the ocean pushing its energy towards us as like a frequency elevation or a frequency update and that that's why people are drawn to it because they feel better because the ocean is sharing its energy and its frequency with us with each wave that comes into shore. And then I remember um, the trees that I pass as I'm going to this spot, they all grow um, kind of like as if the wind were blowing them backwards. So imagine it, um, they're, they're growing away from the shore, like as if the, the, the waves are bringing in wind that has them blowing kind of back. And I, that's how I always assumed as to why they grew that way. 
but I decided to ask the question, um, is that why are the trees growing this way? And, and they said, because they're going with the flow of the energy that we send. And then it just made me feel like, no wonder, it makes so much sense. And I, I, I walked away from it and I ended up sharing that um, experience on the Facebook group. And it, it made me kind of like have more clarity as to my draw to that place, right? And it's funny because every everything that we hope to get from spirit, what I'm realizing is that they only share with us what we're ready to receive. So even though I've been going to that same spot for months, I wasn't ready to know that information. I knew I felt good there, but I didn't know why. And it it's, was a beautiful gift to get that why. So then I think that was Monday. And then I, I think I went back one other day that week. And I alternate between going there and another beach that the dogs can go to. So on Friday was the new moon. And I w- went there. And I had the day before done a session with someone and I was showing her and telling her how to do a new moon ritual. And so it was kind of fresh in my mind. And as I sat down for my meditation there on the cliffs, I decided I, w- I wanted to do a new moon ritual. So on this particular day, it was really overcast and foggy. So all I could see of the water was like maybe 30 feet in front of me. And I sat down and I opened sacred space, and I the intention that I called forth was, I'm ready to understand and share how to transmute energy through myself for the greater good of me and for others. Because if you guys remember back to my hypnosis um, experience, that's what I saw myself doing in this life is... Yes, I can help people one-on-one, but I I feel like it's supposed to be something more collective that I'm supposed to be doing. The problem with that is that I haven't met anyone or I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know how to learn that. I don't know what that even means. So my intention on that day was I want to, I'm ready to understand how to pull in energy for the greater good of myself and for everyone in this planet. And I said that intention 13 times and my eyes were closed. And when I opened my eyes, I saw at this, I saw something that now I'm identifying as sacred geometry. And if you guys have listened to this podcast, you know, I say it all the time. I don't see things. So this to me was something that I was a little bit blown away by, and it wasn't like a vision that came and then disappeared. I opened my eyes and in front of me is the ocean, but in between me and the ocean is sacred geometry. And I'm going to describe it as that, but what it actually looked like were these tiny black spheres that were in a pattern. And in between each of them was this kind of clear filament that looked like you could see through it, but it was like a, a wave of, of material or, or 
or I don't know, um, cloudy, clear energy that was kind of undulating and moving. And I blinked a bunch of times thinking like something like what's going on here? Um, And no, it just stayed. So then I got really curious and I started looking around like on the side of me, behind me, like what is what does this mean? So then I tuned in and I started asking questions and I said, is this a matrix? And the feeling that I got that day was that, yes, it's a matrix. And I asked, is it my matrix or is this the ocean's matrix? And I didn't at first get any answer. And then a bird flew near me. So I watched the bird to see if its energy made like a ripple in this pattern or not and the bird went through it but it didn't the the geometry didn't change it stayed as is and and when i say that it's not like a flat geometry it was like three-dimensional so like as i turned it kind of um imagine like seeing something kind of moving with you but not in the sense that the dots that were in front of my face stayed there and as i turned let's say to the left it's like I'm seeing a three-dimensional pattern on all sides of me. But as the bird flew through it, nothing happened. So then I said, okay, is, does this mean that it's, this is my sacred geometry or my energy? And the feeling that I had that day is that, yes, this is my energy. So I stayed in that space for a while and... I didn't close sacred space because later that day I had um, a session with someone and I had a, another time scheduled with a friend of mine that we were going to practice something else. So I decided to leave sacred space open as that's what I've been taught. If you're planning to use it throughout the day, leave it open. So I stayed there for a long time. I decided, okay, I'm going to get up and see what happens. So as I get up, Obviously, my focus is changing because now I need to focus on where my feet are going because I'm literally on the edge of a cliff. And as I'm focusing on my feet and where to walk, the pattern kind of starts to fade away. But then I look to the sides and it's still there. It's just that directly in front of me where I'm focusing on actual earth, it's fading. And the, you know, the, the dirt there is brown, and I'm noticing that it's harder to see the pattern against the brown earth. But as I look to the, like the air, the sky, um, you can see it much clearer because it's like, I don't know, like a light blue. So I'm like, kind of, I mean, at, the, for, at one moment, I'm feeling like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me. But at the other hand, I'm also like, what does it mean? Because remember, my intention was to understand how to transmute energy from the universe to this planet for the greater good. And that's not the answer that I got. And I don't know that I was even expecting an answer, but... um, So I'm like paying attention as I'm walking back the two miles and, and the whole time the geometry is still there. However, like I said, as I'm walking, I'm having to pay attention to and focus on the actual plane that we're on and the road in front of me. But if when I glance to the side, I still see it, right? It's still around me. 
So I get home. And by the time I get ho- well, as I'm walking to the, to the car, the two miles, it's still around me. But as I get home, I notice I don't see it anymore. Like there's it's not around me. I, even if I look to the side, I don't see it. So then that day um, I had a session with someone that has like beautiful energy and is spiritual and just really was having some self-doubt. And um, I, if you've had a session with me, you know I pull some cards beforehand. And even in her cards, I knew going into the session it wasn't going to be about um, like fixing a negative or dark energy. Or it was just, it was all like the first card was unconditional love. And it was just all going to be light. So I knew that going into it. And then I realized like, we have a tendency that if we don't understand something and can't put logic to it, we get scared. And I think this, the being scared is what puts self-doubt into our minds. And I remember that day having the conversation with her and clearing her chakras and you know explaining to her that. But I, at the time, didn't realize that for me, that was also creeping in. And I'm not saying that it came from her because it definitely didn't. <laughs> but um, I just think it's something that we all are going through and we all can go through is that we, we are like uh, kind of going along the path and everything feels like it's lining up. And especially if you're in a spiritual um, place, you know, you, you take those synchronicities and you kind of are like, awesome, I'm on the right path and I feel good about it. But then, you know, everyday life brings us kind of back down to earth. And it's like, in the case of this person that I worked with, she has kids and and a job and, and her life, as she said, is chaos. And all of that is keeping her from really knowing her intuition and knowing who she is. And the thing is, is that self-doubt comes in no matter if you spend every day connecting or you have a life like you know i i'm the first to admit i don't have children i don't have a job right now so i really am focusing on this part of me which in the bigger picture yeah it means that i probably am connecting at a faster rate than and let's say this person she said that she actually had had her awakening I mean, almost exactly around the same time that I did. But the difference is that she is still has so many things in life to still do and hasn't been able to focus on just her spirituality. And a lot of the things that she has interest in, she worries that they're just rabbit holes of things that she's, you know, like, I think I should discover this and explore this and research this. But then she worries, like, why is it is it? really for my greater good or is it just my mind trying to understand something and as i explained to her it was that the reason that we have these inclinations and draw to explore different topics let's say in spirituality is it's almost like it, you're creating a vocabulary for yourself and an understanding like a dictionary for yourself and i've found that in my own life is that by exploring things that pop into my view, I'm able then to understand the messages that I get clearer because they then now have a, a similar way to show me in the vocabulary now that I know. So I don't think that there is ever 
a waste of time to explore something that piques your interest. It just means that it doesn't mean like, for example, I studied tarot and I, it's not my thing. You know, I, I love it. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful gift for the people that do are able to channel that way. But for me, I don't, I just end up like reading like the, the definition of the card. And I know that some people can then connect to their intuition through those cards. So that doesn't mean that it was a mistake for me to study it. It just means that it's not my thing, but it helped me to understand it in the bigger picture so that when I meet someone or when I have the random, if, if a card pops up in my feed somewhere, that I, I have an appreciation for it and it's in my vocabulary now. So even when I talked last week about the gene keys, it's another tool that helps you be more connected with who you really are. Okay, so then fast forward to the next day. So that would have been Saturday. I go, I decide I got to go back to the cliffs and see like, what does this mean? And is it is the is the geometry still going to be there like what is you know I'm, I'm super curious i told richard and i think i told my best friend and um i mean i mean in a way i was really freaked out by it to be honest because like i said i had never seen anything like that before so i go back and it's so weird the moment that i stepped into the reserve of these cliffs like a, a lot of the walk that I do is on the actual street, and then you walk into the reserve portion of the park. And as soon as I stepped into the reserve portion of the park, I looked, and all of a sudden the dots were back. But today they were, or that day, they were a little bit more faded. So the black wasn't as true black as it was the day before. Like it was almost like a charcoal gray, but it was still there. So I walked you know, the another like half mile to the, the place of where I sit down. And I sat down. And by that point, I see the grid again, all around me. And I ask, like, what is this? Like, what I don't understand, I, I want to understand what I'm supposed to understand here. <laughs> and the message that I got back is, Everything that we share with you isn't meant to be logically understood. This is just one piece of so many things that you're opening up yourself to. And it, it actually doesn't really mean much, right? Like here I am thinking it's like the end all be all thing. <laughs> and they were saying that I need to take a step back and be just allow. And I like in that moment, what I thought is, Oh, maybe it's like, for example, how pe some people can see spirits, right? Or like dead people. And the reason they see them is because they don't get freaked out and aren't like, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> I think that's the message they were saying is that I don't need to get worked up by every single thing that comes through. I just need to allow and, and take it in and not make it a big deal. So my, my humanly mind was like, oh my God, it's the, the biggest thing that's happened, you know? And, and my like soulful side was like, this is just a part of life. And it, you're making it into something that it doesn't need to be. So what I've been contemplating since then is, why do we do that? 
You know, why? And I think it's because we have this self-doubt. Like after that happened to me, I went on to Gaia and I was like searching out what is sacred geometry? Like, and even I Googled too, like what has anyone else seen this pattern? And of course, like I found some information about it, but not images or pictures of, of exactly what I saw. And I felt discouraged because my mind in the, in the doubt that I'm experiencing wants logic, right? And that's coming from a place of my mind, my left brain trying to understand something that's unexplainable. And I know that because one of my, my gene key of purpose is doubt. And it goes from doubt to inquiry to truth. And so I decided I'm going to have to go back and like apply that to this situation. And doubt is the source of logic. And um, logic is not, is like the, the part of us that wants to know, wants to be able to figure it out so that we can check out, check off the box. But the truth is that the mystery is what we're supposed to live through. And the mystery is the beauty. And it's like keeping an open mind for the inquiry so that you can be open to what the life's mysteries are. And, and I don't even think there is a logical explanation for, for this geometry that I saw. I don't, I mean, if there is, I haven't found it. And I think the beauty in what I'm supposed to be seeing here is that it's the excitement of the mystery and allowing that open space to be a mystery so that you can let it flow through you to accept other mysteries. And again, like I said, as long as I can keep my mind in check, which is where the self-doubt is created, it's allow just allowing. Now, I'm not saying that that's easy. And I find that I'm at a place that I... I knew this was something that I should share with you guys because I think everybody goes through this. And, and yes, my example probably is extreme in some ways. But when we tie it back to anything spiritual and even understanding your intuition, my intuition I can't logically explain, right? It's just I know. And I even my messages, I just get them there. For, I've always said they come in this space of, out of the blue, my mind's not even thinking about anything to do with these these messages. So I that's how I know that they're the knowingness where the feeling it takes over my body. So that one's a little bit it's outside of the mind. It's like a emotion. So that isn't in my mind, but the knowingness really could be in my mind. But I know that it comes from a place of a flash insight. It's not my mind like conjuring it up. But as you know, like our mind wants to understand and then when it gets its hands on whatever it is that we're allowing through, that's where the doubt comes in and that's where the self-doubt comes in. So in any time that you're, you're trying to listen to your higher self and your intuition, as if at any point you doubt you have to understand that your mind trying to make sense of it and trying to get to a greater place of understanding. And the messages that I get is that we're not supposed to understand. Some things in life are meant to be a mystery so that we stay open to 
everything. Like what I imagine my for my existence even a year ago is nowhere where I am today. And I imagine that a year from now will be nowhere where I am right now. And that's because I have to be open to whatever is meant to come, where if my mind tries to be like, no, I need to understand exactly what my gifts are so that I can capitalize on them, so that I can make a living off of this, and so that I can start a platform and, you know, all of those things. I think you then pigeonhole yourself into what your mind wants from it, versus if you just let your mind go into the vast openness of the unknown, I feel like the, the potential is limitless. Now, that is a definitely a scary place to be. And I, I know that, and I'm saying that, and I'm speaking those words from a place of knowing. But I believe it's that space that then tells spirit that we're ready. And I, I know you guys struggle sometimes and I don't want you to think that I have it figured out because in no way do I and the whole purpose of sharing these thoughts with you is that I think I'm trying to bring uh like every, all of the spiritual life to a reality place of this is my experience it has not been a perfect road it's been like uh, pretty much every step along the way has been like a shock and I, I can't believe this moment including this one but i know that the doubt that's creeping in because i can't explain it isn't me it's my mind and if i allow it to it will slow down my my process of awakening and my process of connecting and it's only through the trusting of what we aren't able to explain that the magic is